Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. So I am no longer chasing after rarity. And a matter of fact, in the long run, I don't even think rarity will matter, with one exception. Now, that might seem like a crazy statement. You know, NFT, it's all about rarity tools and looking to see you're trying to find the rarest attribute, the one that's going to hold the most value. I'll tell you why I don't think that is going to sustain and why I am really not doing that anymore at this point. I was on OpenSea and I'm looking through to uh, purchase a giraffe tower. And that is just one of the projects that I absolutely love. I found out about that from uh, a Twitter space and it is a slow burn project as Brian Fanzo loves to say on NFT 365. And I will definitely say there wasn't the hype, the hoopla and everything, but the founder, he's 100% committed to it. And uh, regardless of how the floor price is going and how much hype is surrounded about this, I know that this person is 100% uh, committed to building things and is so advanced as far as what's going on that I wanted to buy into this thing. I missed their original free plus gas mint that went on for 24 hours, but I definitely started to sweep up a few on the floor and wanted to just get into the project. Now, I saw one that was very rare, and I also saw one that I really liked. So <laughs> this is where my whole shift actually took place. It's because I was spending my time watching the auction for the rare one, which I put in the minimum bid. I was the only one that bid on it. And I said, oh, great, I'm going to end up getting this one for way less than I think it is worth. And the auction ends, which I did not know at the time that if it is below one ETH on OpenSea, the auction does not automatically go to the high bidder. It converts into an offer. So the seller has the option to either sell it for whatever that high offer was or do nothing basically and the high bid just converts into a seven-day offer which will expire if the seller does not accept it so as the clock ran out and i was trying to figure out why didn't i get it what exactly happened and i started to read the description as to all of that information that i just shared with you the one that i really like which was not rare at all it was very common ends up selling and i literally could have kicked myself i was so upset that man, like this one was sitting there. And because I was reading this information about this rare one, trying to figure out why I didn't get it, I end up missing that one. So I go over because at this point, gas prices absolutely fell. This was in the middle of the night and the person uh, purchased it right from under my nose. So my first reaction was to really just see how much the final uh, transaction, everything was. And I, I was just dropped. I was floored. And then I turned and said, okay, since that offer didn't go through as the high bidder in that auction, I go over and I see another one that was very rare, some similar properties as the one to the auction that I did not get. And I said, all right, great. I missed out on the one I really liked, but this one I know is of value. So I'm going to buy this one. It's similar to the one that was on auction. Now it's converted to that seven day offer. Most likely the person's not going to accept that. So let me buy this one because it's literally it's on the floor and it is a rare one. And immediately after purchasing it and I see it in my wallet, I can tell you that it did not feel good. I literally had this stomach feeling that, oh man, I can't believe that I just purchased this one that I don't even really like how it looks, but it is rare when I could have got the one that is very common at the same exact price, but I like it. 
And it was at that point, I literally said, you know what? I do not think this rarity thing is going to last because generally speaking, I don't know how you shop for them. If you are someone who is uh, going to flip, rarity probably has served its purpose uh, for you at this point. And understanding that the majority of people that are in the space right now are looking at rarity tools and seeing the attributes that are least common in order to list it. I was doing that initially too, was I was looking at the specific trait that was rare. Then I would look at the floor price for all of those in that particular. Uh, particular uh, trait. So in this case, it was a white giraffe. I looked at the white giraffe and saw that it was selling for uh, whatever price it was selling for. And I saw that the floor was three times that. And that's how I calculated to say, wow, this is a good buy. And I want to go into it because when I do list it, it is way below that floor. And maybe I can get into other ones and use that to basically flip back into the project. Because remember, I am bullish on this project or giraffe-ish, if you will. I like the project. And right now I hold three of them, but I wanted more. However, I don't really want to invest any more capital into it. What I wanted to do was sell off the rare one and flip back into it, if that makes sense. I want to buy more off of the floor using the proceeds from that rare one. That was my goal. Yeah, I have this rare giraffe that I don't really even like. The one that I like the most is the actual most common one that I have in my collection of the three. And the one that I missed out on is even more common than that. However, I would probably be willing to pay double what I paid for the rare one for that common one is because I really like it. So understanding the value of uh, that particular community, how they're looking at it and seeing, okay, they are uh, ranking rarity very high. Well, the person who is purchasing it from you or coming in, they might not be looking at that. They might be specifically looking at the a particular piece that they enjoy the most that either relates to them. It is their favorite color. It has uh, some sort of element that some, you know, meshes well with their collection or their values or whatever it is. They're looking at it completely different. And in my case, honestly, the rarity did not matter. I have a much rarer giraffe, but I would gladly trade it for that common one because I really liked it. Now, I said there is a caveat and an exception as to when I definitely will be looking at rarity. There's really two. There's two exceptions as to when I'll be looking at rarity. Number one is over on wax when you're collecting different cards, because just as collecting baseball cards, Pokemon cards, or anything like that, over on wax, you can collect the different packs and they have different rarities. They have legendaries, commons, rare, uncommons, mythicals, all these different levels, just like when you're collecting physical cards. So in that case, the rare ones might only have, say, their one of ones or their 10 or a very low number, whereas a common one might have as many as thousands. So in that case, if you're a collector, you're trying to get a whole set and you want the rare ones, then yes, it absolutely matters to have the rarity. But in that case, those are not generative one of ones. In the case of generative one of one, everything is number one when it comes to street fighter cards like which i have or the secret agent stash cards and various different ones the blockchain heroes cards then yes rarity plays a big deal also in that case the number one mint right the the different numbers carry a different value so if you have a one of one that is only one and it is super rare that one is going to inherently be the most valuable in the set assuming that these are cards. Now, if this is a generative thing when everything is really a one of one, then some people will look on the different traits and say, okay, this is what I want. This is why. Unless that trait really has any kind of utility, in my opinion, it really doesn't matter. The second exception 
is if you are solely or if I am solely looking at this for the intentions of flipping it, such as the case where I said with that one giraffe that I really don't like, but because it is really rare that I would be willing to sell that one to be able to pick up two or three or four uh, more that are on the floor. Because generally speaking, I like the project. I just do not care about the rarity of each one. I want the ones that I like. If I know that the community or different people are really uh, banking on a certain character as being very high and I just want to flip it. In that case, yes, I will pay attention to the rarity. But as I said earlier, that is what I did to initially come into it. And it absolutely bit me. That feeling of knowing that the one that I really liked sold for the same price as this rare one and it did not matter to me is really what made me change my stance. And going forward, I really think that is probably where we're going as a community. And I give you a couple examples as to how my mindset has really shifted and how I'm going to apply this going forward. So for example, another project that I happen to really like and I'm, I'm starting to collect right now is uh, anything that Chibi Labs really puts out. They have different uh, generations. I've spoken about them several times on the show. I'm not pitching it and I'm not trying to promote you or try to get you into it. I'm just telling you what I like and why I'm purchasing it and how I'm evaluating it. I like athletics, right? I like sports. And in particular, I'm a football player. Or I should say I was a football player because I've been out of college for a while now. So I can't really say that I'm an athlete anymore. However, I absolutely love the ones that are sports related or have some sort of feature that reminds me of an athlete, and they might not be rare at all. And honestly, it does not matter to me if I see it on the floor, I'm going to want it much more than if I see a rare one on the floor. And yes, I understand that there are people that are collecting it and they are looking at it to say, why would you not get the rare one? Because there are people out there that are, you know, they value rarity. But in my case, if I have a limited amount of funds or in the case of really what's going on right now, I have a mint coming up that I really want to participate in on the whitelist or the presale list, whatever you want to call for it. And I have my ETH set aside for that, and I don't want to go over a certain budget. And even yesterday, I saw a just ridiculous deal, which in the long run, I might kick myself and say, man, I should have purchased that because it was so low. But I did not really like that particular chibi. I just didn't, right? And I passed on it. Now... Today, I ended up purchasing one that really was a bit more than it, actually 40% more to be exact. However, I feel like that one was a much better value, a much better buy, simply because I thought that one looked awesome. So (laughs) this might sound so counterproductive and crazy to some people, but I think in the long run, the ones that look the coolest, (laughs) regardless of the rarity of the trait, is going to have the most value. And I'm not telling you to follow this because I could be totally wrong, but that is how I'm going with it going forward. And I'm sharing this because, you know, there's definitely different ways of looking at the same picture. You know, just as you look at something, the glass could be half empty or half full. I'm looking at this and saying, just because it is rare doesn't mean it is more valuable. I think that the things that look the coolest, and of course that is subjective, something that looks cool to me might not look cool to you or vice versa. However, I think that if something just looks cool, it is, you know, well coordinated or whatever it might be, it conveys some sort of message. And, you know, look at my PFP picture right now on Twitter, which is uh, at this current time is a chibi with a football helmet and a basketball uniform. So you might think that is extremely rare or weird that you would have this mismatched chibi. And uh, first of all, it's pink. It's a pink chibi with uh, a football helmet and a basketball uniform. The reason why I bought that and that was on 
honestly the number one chibi or attribute that I actually wanted in the whole set. It really did not matter about rarity even before I came into the project. And you can listen to the episode where I actually bought my initial one. If you just search uh, chibis, um, it'll, it'll pop up why I came into Chibi Nation and what have you, that whole experience of, of purchasing it. That one was also a pink chibi with a football helmet. However, the one I really wanted, which was not on the market at the time, was the one with the basketball uniform. Reason being, in high school, I was a three-sport athlete. I did football in the fall, basketball in the winter, and I was on the track and field team in the spring. Or as I like to say, I was really on the field team because I didn't like running. (laughs) I would just filled in as needed, but I was more into throwing and jumping and all that stuff. So this particular chibi has a basketball uniform and a helmet, a football helmet. And the funny thing about it is number 77 was my senior year number in football. So that is the reason why I wanted that chibi more than any other one. It mattered to me a lot more than anything, the rarity or any other thing, really. I just wanted the the football helmet with that 77 uniform. That's why I got it. So that is a very individual choice. And if someone was offering me a certain amount for it right now based on the rarity, they're not going to get me to sell it. Someone has to really want that particular chibi, and they have to offer me a ridiculous, ridiculous offer that is probably a 10x some of the rare ones because that is the one that I personally like. I am bullish on the the project. I am into it. I really want to hold it. And that particular one, common or not, I like it, as I just explained. So for whatever reason, there is someone else out there that maybe played football and had number 77 as well and played basketball and wants it. They're going to have to pay me a premium well over what the rest of the community is going to pay me for it. What do you think about that? Do you think I'm crazy or do you think there is some room for this in the future? How do you evaluate things? I would love to hear about it. Uh, Shoot me a tweet over on Twitter. You think I'm going to get burned in the long run or what if I'm just wasting money or time? But at the end of the day, some of these, like my number 77 football helmet one, I am emotionally attached to it. And that's why the premium is so much higher. But other ones that I might purchase literally with the intentions of just reselling, I have no attachment to it. And I'm going to go off of what the market market is charging for it right now. And at that point, I'll say, okay, I paid this to get into it. And this is the market value for it. And I'll put it out there. So it's very different. Each one is different. But I'm just saying in the long run, that is my way of looking at it. So I would love to hear what you think about that. If you agree with it, you disagree with it. You know, let's have some open civil conversation. And I really appreciate that. So as usual, thank you for listening to the show and supporting it. I really value your time. So thank you. And I'll see you in the next one. Later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.